Retro Hangover is supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We would especially like to thank patrons Lyle McCarns, Ashton Ruby, Randall Quiggle, Tony G, Katie Quigg, Paul Romalo, Raging Demon, JC, Megan Caruso, Masked Llama, Andrew Liguori, Retro Overdrive, Ozzy Garcia, Keith Gasper, and Diskimera. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated. Hey everyone, Chris Copeland from the Retro Hangover Podcast here. And first of all, I would like to thank you for listening to the King of Games 2000. This is a collaborative effort between the Retro Hangover and Region 3 Gamers podcast. New episodes will be released alternate from the main episodes of either podcast. So, if you're listening to this episode on the Retro Hangover podcast, the next episode will be out next week on the Region 3 Gamers. If you're a patron, you'll be getting new episodes early, regardless of which show you're a patron of, as a way of us saying thank you. Hope you enjoy the show. Open your ears and crack some beers. You are listening to a very special episode of Retro Hangover. Retro and Classic Gamers, welcome to the show where we are exiting alliteration and we are bringing to you the King of Games 2000. I am here today, your co-host Chris Copeland, with special members of other shows that I am fucking this up. But anyway, I'll go through them really quick on my introduction from the Region Free Gamers podcast. We have Arnaldo Perez. What's up? Hi, Arnie. What's up? We have Jeff. I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> I did it once. I got it right once. You got it right last time. I did. Ivitz. Hey, yeah, you got it. There it you is. Got it in one. Hole in one. Well mm. done. Well done. Hi, right, guys. We have coming back from Mount Doom, returning from exile. It is Ozzy. Garcia! Thanks, Chris. Good to see you. Uh, good to see everyone else. It's a clash of superheroes over here. RFG, RHP. And uh, I'm glad to be along for the occasion. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. as always, your host, Shane. Marvelous Simulated Dick Dragon Koski! Man, you know, like we've got some behind the curtains, some inside baseball or, or what have you. But um, we don't normally record in the morning and I don't even know what to do with this. Like I just had coffee. Like I'm not sure that my energy level is going to be appropriate, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try just for you. Yes, just for you, the, the listener and our special guest. Yeah, no, not so, you. <laughs> Fucking oh, talk to me. you all the time. <laughs> we'll perk you up, Shane. Is that a promise? Yes, it is. <laughs> big, big episode today. We are in the semifinals of the King of Games 2000. A lot of battles have been 
waged to get here in the long-standing war that is this official tournament that should always be sacrosanct for all of eternity. And today's matchup is the amazing and marvelous Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and The Sims. And we're going to have a nice little discussion and determine which one of these games is going to, to, going to advance into the final. Uh, and it's, it's been a long, long, hard-fought battle. Uh, fortunately, most of us have talked about these games before. So if you haven't, if you think we're just skipping over some stuff, we're going to like kind of streamline it here for your convenience, just because we have two episodes prior to this where we really go kind of into detail about these games. And the majority of us have talked about these games one time or another. In fact, when we start talking about these games personally, I'm just going to pretty much shut the fuck up. I'm going to turn it over because I've talked about these games way, 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 way too much. So I'm happy to have people here that have not. This this is okay. Chris's diplomatic way of saying that if you haven't listened to the previous episodes of this series, then what are you doing with your life? You need to go do that first and then come back. Yeah, truly some sick psycho shit to see like 18 episodes <laughs> and start at like the 15th one. <laughs> well, that's kind of how it feels for me because this is the first one. I, I have not been making the sausage here. I have not seen how the sausage is made. I don't know how The Sims got here. I don't know who it took down to get here. Oh, I don't uh, know how oof. Marvel versus Capcom let's, got this. Let's far. not talk about that. So, <laughs> good thing we got you on board before you found that out, huh? I didn't even know we were in the semifinals. I, I, I'm very uh, <laughs> delighted by being in such an important uh, match. So. <laughs> Ozzy did help bring a lot of these rankings to be. He did vote, mm. but then he he somehow ducked out and said he didn't want to become part yeah. of it. So we roped him in. Mm. I, I said you are going to become part of this. They, they revoked my passport. I I, I could not leave Mount Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I could not get a visa stamp. So um, I couldn't make it to the other episode. So I'm sorry, Chris. I'm on parole. That's all I'm saying. All right, but before we get officially into talking about these games and how they rank against each other, let me give you a quick breakdown once again of what's going on with the King of Games 2000 and how we're ranking these two games. We are going to be taking four criteria, and we're going to be talking about it and what game we think wins in that category. So we have commercial and critical reception, our own personal attachment, the game's legacy and how it carries on into today, and what game we'd rather play head-to-head right now so those are the four criteria we have and remember it could win all those categories it could win half those categories that doesn't mean the game is necessarily going to advance into the final that will be decided after we do the head-to-head so the points mean nothing chris points mean absolutely nothing yep. it's kind of like mm. uh I, I can't think of a sport for whose that. line is it anyway it that's what it's <laughs> like sure that works we can do it whose line is it anyway yeah <laughs> good reference good pull all right so like i said for this discussion, uh, me and Shane have actually talked about all these games at one point or another. <laughs> yeah, we're just checking out. <laughs> Pretty much uh, for this next part. So again, we're not, I'm not going to go over too much what's going on Marvel's Capcom 2. You want to check that out. There's two previous episodes you can go check where we do talk about it more in depth. But we are going to start off with that game. And Jeff, you've been relatively quiet during this entire intro portion. Yes. I will let you talk about your own experience with Marvel versus Capcom 2. Yeah, what a game. Uh, I had a first-hand experience, thankfully, back in the arcades when it came out. Um, it, it was, well, I guess best place for me to start is as soon as anyone says Marvel versus Capcom 2, all I hear is that is the uh, uh, player s- s- select exactly. <laughs> that music is exactly what comes to my head. I'm thinking 21 years on, 
if that's stuck in my head, then that game's done a pretty good job at, at like implanting all those all those great memories into my into my brain, and um, that's where where I always start. Um, I absolutely loved playing that game um, back in the day. I actually really only uh, got into it when it came out on the PS2. So was that a couple of years later? Yeah, yeah, like two thousand two thousand two, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two thousand two, yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it was just that perfect matchup for me uh, of of obviously those two great what are now anyway great dynasty of uh, of uh, you know selection of characters. Um, I played quite a bit of the Marvel superheroes uh, game and the terrible X Men Street Fighter on the PS One. <laughs> um, so you know I had a fair amount of experience and I was really always happy to play Spider Man, even though like I was really bad with him. It was really just end up picking Cyclops and uh, a Bishop. No, not Bishop, Cable um, and Ryu, just so I could have that mega super beam because uh, I'm just a lazy, lazy gamer. <laughs> and I think that's where, when it came to the era of which, which fighter do I pick up, I, I always tended to edge towards a more classic Street Fighter game because I was it, I found Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was... It was. It's all the glitz and the glamour. It's all the show. It's the Hollywood of beat 'em ups because it, it's just this absolute spectacle when it comes to the 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 animation, when it comes to the sprites, when it comes to the the fast action gameplay. And it, it was actually only one of the beat 'em ups I could properly complete with a, with any set of characters. So I always had a great time with it. Always had a great time. Um, and I'm really happy that it's made it this far. Um, as much as you know, I'm probably going to say some things later on in this episode that are, might might offend some people's ears about it, because I'm not, you know, like uh, I'm, I've got to be critical about some things in the, in, in in this in this spiel. But otherwise, um, I always had a great great time with it. So yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom two, always always a load of fun for me. Awesome. All right, Ozzy, uh, this is your first time talking about any game. Yeah. So why don't you talk about how much you love <laughs> Ever. Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Yeah, Ever. I've never Here. talked about games. I've, actually, guys, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I've always wanted to talk about games, and I, I just... This is your moment, Ozzy. This is your moment. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm in the spotlight. Um, I'm going to crack under pressure. Uh, no, I mean, look, uh, the first time I saw Marvel vs. Capcom um, was on a Game Pro magazine, and they had the, the guide... Um, for the character moves and the like, and I saw that beautiful, beautiful artwork um, of all the different characters. There's a very distinct art style to Marvel vs. Capcom, where you know, even though you have characters from everywhere, you know, even from Resident Evil, they all kind of feel cohesive in the art style. I think it was all because it was done by the same artist. I forget his name. It wasn't Shinkiro. Um, it was someone else. Um, and so I saw it, and I saw that it had 56 playable characters and it was just like that's fucking insane that's that's awesome i mean i was used to street fighter alpha which had like i don't know like nine characters um so 56 was just mind-blowing and the fact that it had all this different marvel characters and characters that i had never even seen like that cactus the mexican cactus i don't know what his name is (laughs) Domingo. Uh, so um but i i didn't get to play it until later you know when i actually went to a movie theater for the first time um and mind you i mean for those of you that don't know i I came to the united states in 99 so um i actually didn't go to a movie theater until like 2000 so you know there they had the marvel versus capcom 2 arcade machine 
Um, and I think it was more expensive than the other games. So I didn't play it right away, but it had that attract screen that was just flashy, you know, like there was just so much stuff going on, you know, at any one moment, uh, when you saw that game being played, you know, either played or on demo. So, um, eventually I got to play it. I mean, it was fun. I, I, am I'm a button masher, you know, in fighting games. I, I, I'm unabashedly, you know, a bad fighting game player. Um, so I think more of us Capcom played very well to my instincts because you could just button mash your way and still have a good time. So um, it wasn't like a technical game that required technical excellence in order for you to have fun with it, um, which is either a good or a bad thing, depending upon how you look at it. But other than that, I mean, yeah, it's it's really reflective of a time capsule where we're not going to see either of these two companies do something like this ever again, you know, even if there is another Marvel versus Capcom, you know, uh, it's just the times have changed. And this was in a more freewheeling time. It was Capcom at, at the peak of its glory. Um, it was Marvel just basically licensing their shit out to anybody who will take it. Um, so, uh, you know, it's just really reflective of a time that will never come again. Good take. Uh, and Marvel versus Capcom again is our three seeds. So everyone on this show uh, did have some sort of appreciation for Marvel vs. Capcom, except those who didn't play it. We next have another game that is our, which has just been like the eater of worlds, just been destroying everything, including our number two seed, Diablo, which it swept. Oh, that just makes me happy. Swept. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry right now. <laughs> so let's talk about the surprise underdog that has just made it all the way here the cinderella story that is the sims and we'll kick it off with you arnaldo what do you think about the sims you know i think it's i think it's a misnomer to call the sims an underdog i mean this thing yeah. was was yeah. always a juggernaut like from yeah. from the jump i remember i'd never heard of it when i first played it i remember i i was had gone to you know how your parents drag you to like their friends' houses sometimes to like <laughs> do stuff with your kid, like just randomly be around other people. Um, well, that happened to me, and the the family who lived <laughs> in this house had a had a son who was a, a little bit older than I was, and he was playing The Sims when I was there. Um, and I guess I annoyed the shit out of him enough for him to let me play it with him. Um, and I remember just being fucking mind boggled that this was a thing that existed i was like we we've achieved it there, there will never be anything more technologically advanced than this game <laughs> like <laughs> i could do anything i could eat i could work i could do all the great stuff that i want to do as an adult and now i look back on that and i'm like oh man i should have <laughs> i don't want to do any of that <laughs> i really i really had like low expectations <laughs> of life um but it really was like such a surprising little game because it on the face of it like if somebody pitched this to you, I'd be like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard of. But there's the the way the Sims sort of blended all that together really, really made some magic. It really worked. Um, after that initial play, though, I didn't really play it until a few years later. I think I think in 2003, I got the Sims Double Deluxe, which had like the base game and a whole bunch of expansions. Um, but just on the base game, like I remember spending so many hours like all my summer vacations from like 2003 to like 2006 were a mishmash of like age of empires the sims and like rise of nations like it was all three of those things all the time and the sims were by far the one i played the most 
Um, and it was just like, I, it's so hard to talk about because I can't like talk about anything like unique that I did. Um, just like moments in game. It's like, I remember like going on like vacation in the Sims and be like, holy fuck, this is great. Like, I can't believe I got, I managed to get away from my like day to day grind as I'm sitting in my house during summer vacation, like I have nothing <laughs> to do. Um, and just like building your own house, making your own characters, like putting together a little family, uh, killing your Sims constantly, uh, sometimes by accident, most of the time on purpose, getting robbed, uh, installing like <laughs> alarm systems in your house, like all this stuff. Fond like, memories of getting mugged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all my memories of like being promoted at work at like the military factory or whatever I was doing at the time. Like, it's just whenever I think of The Sims, I just immediately transport it back to a very specific place and time that makes me very, very happy. <laughs> All right. And I think that's everybody. That's uh, now everyone has put out their take about one of these two games. And it's almost about time to do this head to head. Does anyone have any little tidbits they want to throw out about either of these games before we take a quick break and start doing the competitions? Well, Ozzy's well I mean, let me just. Yeah, I got to talk about The Sims a little bit. I mean, I, oh, I just, that's right. Ozzy needs to talk about The Sims. Yeah, we, I think you did that on purpose, Chris. I think you did that on I, purpose. I, uh, <laughs> you don't you don't want me to talk about The Sims uh, first. No. Um, <laughs> shout out to Arnie's parents for not being negligent parents and actually taking him uh, to their friend's house and not Terrible. leaving him alone Terrible. to fend for himself. <laughs> uh, two, uh, Arnie, I'm so glad that you're on my side. Uh, I did not take you for a Sims fella. I love the um, Sims. I apologize for not taking you for a Sims person. <laughs> um, I see that you're enlightened and uh, I appreciate it. Whereas we're always or tend to be on, on the other ends of the extreme. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're both on the right path. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, look, man, I mean, I, I, I share everything that you have said. I, one of the notes that I had here is, you know, for a kid that yearned to be an adult already, it provided some very grounded freedom. <laughs> like you got to transport yourself to the mindset of when I was playing this, I was 12 years old. Uh, so it was 2001 and I would come home from school. You know, I had the rigidity of, you know, school, you know, grade school, stuff like that. And the Sims just gave me a chance to be an adult. It, it gave me a chance to do the things that I would see. And I would be like, I want to get to that already. And now I just want to leave as far as I can from that. Um, <laughs> But but for a time it was it was awesome and you know you had to think about the fact that we did not have as many for example open world experiences back then Grand Theft Auto three hadn't come out um, so the idea of just do anything this is your sandbox just you know do whatever you please was really not as common you know back in the day um, and I think one of the, the the nice things about The Sims is that it's really a game of its time that could only be birthed by the PC scene of the eighties and nineties where you really felt like anything was possible in PC gaming. Like you had this really far out creators that just came up with an idea, a a weird out there idea, and they would see it through to fruition. And, you know, even if it was just completely, you know, zany, 
And, you know, because of that, because we had seen so many games like that, it was like, okay, well, this is the next step in the evolution of PC games. And I just don't get that same sense of wonder anymore, you know, with gaming. Yes, there's a lot of innovative and awesome stuff, but, um, you know, I guess it's something like No Man's Sky would be the kind of innovation that you would see back in the day where it's like, okay, anything is possible. Um, And, you know, we give shed to creators like Peter Molyneux and stuff for overpromising, but... You have to realize that for a time there, it really did seem like anything was possible. So, so The Sims was really a combination of that. And let's not sleep on the fact that, you know, it wasn't a visually impressive game. And that was actually to its credit because almost anybody could run it. And I, I wasn't running Quake 3. I wasn't running even on real tournament, you know, back then. My, my little Pentium PC was not, you know, strong enough for that, but it could run The Sims. Um, and I played it day in, day out and, and I got so many of my friends hooked on it, you know, and, and, you know, I would go to their houses and I would see their massive houses, their massive architectural feats of, of brilliance. And we would just compare and, you know, they would tell me their stories about what happened to them, this emerging gameplay that would pop up, you know, like things that would happen, you know, that no experience was alike to the other. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's it's just a brilliant, brilliant little game. I mean, maybe dated nowadays, but if you transport yourself back to 2000, I mean, this game really was a phenomenon. So there you go, Chris. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now we've heard how much you like The Sims. This is going to be a fun episode that's going to take me for a ride. And I have no idea which direction this conversation is going to go. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm being unbiased and is as impartial as possible here. But before I get to my uh, obvious non-bias in these competitions and everyone else's, apparently, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back and start going over the criteria. And welcome back. And this is the part of the show where we're going to compare these two games and decide which one wins on a basis of four criteria. Again, those four criteria are critical and commercial reception, our own personal attachment, the game's legacy, and what game we'd rather play head to head right now. So let's get into the people who've been quiet for a bit. Uh, Not being me, because I've been talking too much anyway. And we'll start out with critical and commercial reception. So, Shane, yeah. what of these two games do you think should take that criteria? Man, uh, all right. So, I mean, looking at these comparatively, right? I mean, we've, we've got our notes here. And if you did um, the same thing and listened to the previous episodes in these brackets before getting here, then you, you probably already know a lot of this stuff. But, you know, MVC2, definitely, uh, definitely up there. If you're using Metascore, you know, that's like a 90 Metacritic, um, which is pretty saucy. You know, it's got an overall user score of like 8.9. Um, so not bad, not bad. It's got like five perfect scores from critics. Um, and by all accounts, um, you know, it was definitely a success. Um, and, and then, of course, you take a look at 
the Sims, and um, it's they're they're actually pretty damn close. Honestly, you've got a Metacritic of about ninety two. The user score is a little bit lower um, at a seven point nine, but it did get six perfect critic scores. Also, um, I feel like I should probably throw out there that somebody over at Yahoo decided that this deserved a 60, um, much to the personal offense of at least a couple people on this episode, I think. Um, but man, I mean, they're, they're neck and neck, right? And I suppose they probably ought to be given the, the place in this bracket that they are, uh, that they are currently at. But I, I, th- I think I have to, and this is, by the way, I think a lot of people know this if you've been listening up to this point that I um, summarily shot myself in the foot with my discourse on The Sims uh, <laughs> earlier, uh, and now I'm ju- I'm just riding that train, baby, because uh, man, the, the Sims has got a lot going for it. I mean, 16 million units pushed. I mean, and that's like almost 11 and a half just for PC. It was the best-selling PC game of all time at release. It stayed on the top of the charts for like four and a half years. It MVC is no slouch, man, but I think i got to give this one to The Sims. The right choice. I mean, it's the all same right. choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shame choice. <laughs> Thank you. All right, first, first vote in uh, critical and commercial goes to The Sims. Jeff, what about you? What you say? With these two games, the, the way I always viewed them in terms of uh who who is who are the ones who are going to be like critically assessing them it always felt to me that the sims was just one of those games that went beyond went beyond gamers and it yeah. was it was probably reviewed by a lot of places that normally at the time would never consider thinking of, think about looking at video games um and again like i think i said it back when we did the episode um it was one of those games that even you know going to my friend's place like his dad's work pc still had a copy of the sims next to it as as well as champ manager which is the the football management sim that we have over here in the uk <laughs> um so it's like two two key games which are which basically uh, you know aren't games because if you're into house construction or if you're into you know messing around with people's lives you don't need to be a gamer to want to do either of those two things um but anyway um I do feel that with the with these critic scores I feel that the sims does edge it um mostly Mostly down to the fact that it it would have just touched upon that, as I said, that slightly broader audience. As much as Marvel vs. Capcom Two, obviously, you know, is a highly respected beat 'em up. Um, I think The Sims kind of Aussie kind of covered it a little bit earlier as well. It it really transcended a lot of what people thought video games were there for, and it completely broke a lot of molds. And I can lament modern gaming probably for a few hours. But the one of the things is it it's so it's such an an, an unique and genre defining. Oh, we're going to go into that. I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but I believe that The Sims should get this one. So that's my vote because I realize I'm going into other territories. <laughs> I'll I'll take this next one, and I'm just going to say it's The Sims, and that's just because it was when it it, it was the best selling PC game forever until essentially Minecraft just eviscerated the market with its just ridiculous amount of sales um and and for good reason it was a repeal to casual gamers i mean just casual people in general not even gamers and if you look at everything else being equal you know yeah i mean it's an easy victory for the sims here the only thing i could really say in marvel versus capcom's defense is that 
in terms of modern times, I think people regard Marvel vs. Capcom currently, presently, what they'd rather play in general in terms of not, you know, this is not me saying head to head, uh, but just in general, people today would look at Marvel vs. Capcom more fondly, it's more present, it's more in the forefront of people's minds, mostly because of the failures of the other Marvel vs. Capcom games. Mm-hmm. But if you, like, take into consideration at that time in 2000 and, you know, summarily a couple years after that it's it's the sims no question what about you arnie i mean it's it's the sims you know it's been not only not only from what from day one right now it's still doing it right it's been hitting steph curry logo threes for like 20 years now (laughs) um unstoppable collaborating with katie perry and stuff man i mean it is it is fully you know and like jeff said it sort of opened up a little bit of that PC gaming market to people who may have otherwise not been interested. I know I've certainly met several people in my life who are not, you know, video gamers by any sense of the imagination, would not normally play video games, but are very, very much into The Sims. Um, so, you know, it just in the critical sense and also the commercial sense, easily The Sims. Uh, and it's I, I wouldn't say it's particularly close, at least in, in that in that sales metric. Yeah, it was like the candy crush of its era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it definitely was. Ozzy, is this where you're going to shock us all and say Marvel vs. Capcom 2? <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, no, no. no. It's the same. <laughs> um, look, I mean, this hearkening back to uh, our, our 98 tournament, uh, The Sims reminds me so much of Gran Turismo, which was one that everyone knew, man, this is a juggernaut. But it still kept shocking people when it kept advancing because we just forgot how important it was. Um, you know, for example, Gran Turismo was the number one selling game on, on the PlayStation. Uh, Gran Turismo transcended boundaries beyond your traditional gamers. Um, it, it created a genre of its own, you know, and that that goes for The Sims as well. Um, it's it's really, you know, when you think about it, I mean, The Sims is still going. Marvel versus Capcom is kind of dead <laughs> you know i mean there might be a lot of reasons you know practical legal dumb reasons for why that's the case but you know i just look at the tail of the tape i mean it's still going and it's still you know selling and being a massive cash cow for ea which is horrible and i think that kind of informs a lot of people's you know perception of the sims nowadays because right now it's kind of a, a zombie fight corpse that's still going based purely on how many dlc they sell you but you know but that shouldn't separate you know how awesome will Wright's original vision was and and how much of a cultural uh milestone it was i mean you had people talking about this game everywhere you know i like like arnie said i mean people that are not traditional gamers play this like i had a a girlfriend you know back in the day that you know she would never touch a game but she knew that the sims 4 was coming out and she was eagerly waiting for it and she was on the forums and she was just waiting for it to drop um so it, it just captures a, a much broader set of people like cast a wider net than the marvel versus capcom 2 oh certainly uh, and you pointed a lot to the sequels here as well and i, I that's what i was talking about more with marvel versus capcom and the original sims is the original sims yes it has it's had its sequels but Marvel vs. Capcom 2, people want it more just because the sequels failed. Whereas I think the Sims sequels, and we'll, that, we'll talk about that in Legacy. So I'll save that for them. But the Sims sequels definitely carried on this Legacy fairly well. Um, but before we get to Legacy, we have personal attachment. So for our own personal attachment this time, how about let's start out with Jeff. Jeff, between these two games, what are you more personally attached to? Definitely Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Um, I didn't play the Sims 
um, it was one of those games where it's like, well, if my if my mate's dad is playing it, <laughs> I don't think it's a game I want to play. Uh, he was a nice bloke. I'm not, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, he's he was he's a he's a nice guy. But uh, I, you know, I just you, you know, you just get those things where it's like, well, if this person likes it, then it can't be yeah. something I'd enjoy. W- was he an accountant, Jeff? You'd, I think he worked for an insurance company, actually. <laughs> um, Only thing worse is an insurance sale. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. It's quite funny, actually. Um, so, yeah, The Sims was just something that I, I've always just looked at it with a little bit of a, a raised eyebrow. Um, and I even, when I was thinking about, you know, what the game is itself... I also realized that I hate reality TV. I hated Big Brother. I didn't hate it. I just wasn't interested. It just never appealed to me watching watching people do stuff. Like I really struggle with reality stars, reality TVs. Um and and I think that The Sims was it came out what the year before Big Brother hit. I think Gotta it was maybe the same year Big Brother was created. Yeah. I mean over I think because it was like a, we got it the, we took it the year after the was it the Dutch who created Big Brother? Anyway. Is that who we get to blame? blame? Yeah. <laughs> blame the Dutch. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, going into my weird TV knowledge. Um, yeah, so I, I it always just looked look to a game of me for me, like, well, why would I don't really want to control people? I just want to control a single character like Snake and complete a cool mission and kill cool bad guys. Like that to me is what gaming was. Um, whereas Marvel vs. Capcom 2, yeah, as a gamer, how could you not enjoy it? How could you not uh, appreciate that, you know, kicking and punching other characters in the face? It's uh, it's kind of one of those classic tropes of gaming, but there we go. So, yeah, for me, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, all the attachment. Um, yeah. All right, so personal attachment. How about for you, Shane? Uh, I mean, okay, like cards on the table. I have almost no personal attachment to either one of these games, uh, frankly. But here, here's the thing, right? My exposure to MVC2 and, and, and a lot of other fighting games, frankly, uh, was mostly relegated to like seeing this really badass looking cabinet at the arcade and being like, man, that sure does look pretty neat. And also, I suck at those games like something fierce. I'm uh, with you, Shane. So I'm not going to touch that. But watching some other people play it is great. Like I, you know, I, I've seen a lot of like the famous clips on YouTube of people just pulling off those insane things in like MVC and stuff like that. And that's great. Like I love seeing that. Um, it's super entertaining. But for me, like I was just like, I'm, I'm not touching that at all. And so then we talk about the Sims and the closest I got to that really, I mean, at least I played it, right? Um, so that's got a leg up there. But I, I I got it on a demo disc from my PC Gamer magazine subscription that I had back in the day. And um, I popped that thing into our our family PC. I always like harkening back to that because I think the like concept of a family PC nowadays is like people are like, what the fuck is that? Like everybody has a computer. What's wrong with you? Um, but yeah, we, we had it in the, in the computer room. There was a computer room yep. <laughs> with, a, with a very large, unnecessarily large desk. Um, and, you know, so I... 
Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm painting a picture for you, really, is what it is. And so, you know, I popped that in, I installed the demo, and I played it roughly long enough to figure out that I could put the sim in a pool and delete the ladder. And I think that was that was about it. And I was like, I feel like I've gotten what I've wanted to get from this game and I'm good. And, and that was it. So, but I mean, having said that it's, it's kind of got to go to the Sims cause at least I, I played it. I knew people who played it. I knew people who really liked it. Um, and I was never super involved in like the fighting game scene at all. I didn't really know many people who were, it just wasn't our jam. We were all a bunch of like RPG nerds, honestly. Um, and, and that really hasn't changed much either, but, um, so yeah, I, I got to give that one to, to the Sims. Uh, th- thank you for letting me murder virtual people for about 20 minutes. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Ozzy, I, 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 I have a feeling which one, which way this is going to go. See, now it's not fun. Now it's not fun because you're like, man, there's, there's just no excitement whatsoever as to what Ozzy's going to say. Uh, but, but let me, let me take it into a different, a little bit of a different angle. I mean, I, I think The Sims was for many people their first foray into architectural, you know, uh, endeavors and interior design. Um, and that, you know, I mean, I know that, that Will Wright was looking at a lot of like the home design. Uh, software back in the day in order to to create this but for a lot of us that weren't like you know insurance salesmen um we didn't have you know (laughs) those software you know we weren't really familiar with that and so for a lot of kids just the idea of building like a two-story home and having complete freedom to like design your own place um was really liberating um so i would say like 50 percent of the sims was just the architectural component and design component the other half was of course you know putting your sims out there letting them take a job getting swindled um you know getting you know to hook up with someone making friends stuff like that let's not forget simlish man i mean one of the things about the sims and, and this goes now to my personal attachment i mean the sounds of it are so familiar to me the simlish you know and and you know, it was just so universal, you know, to hear those sounds and the kind of like, you know, mall music, you know, that played, <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, it was so, so amazing. So a lot of the sounds of The Sims just take me back to a particular era of me sitting in front of a family computer, as Shane just alluded to, uh, inside this wood grain uh, furniture, piece of furniture, mm-hmm. and uh, just you know, being able to play The Sims for a few hours, um, you know, and, you know, that, that I didn't have to use the, 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 the dial-up, you know, so I didn't have to use the internet or anything. So so I didn't have to take up the family phone. Uh, so I would just play The Sims. And, and that was just, you know, a good way to, like, un- unwind after school. So uh, so it was kind of like my after-school activity for, for years. And then, you know, they released the hot date expansion. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, I've never gone on a date. Uh, so I might as well do it in The Sims. So I was so excited for that because I thought I was going to get sexy time, but it doesn't actually let you have sexy time. <laughs> How um, does one obtain the woohoo? That's yes, right. yes. But but it does have, you know, and, and I think a lot of people will attest to this. There was something just cheeky about being able to see your Sims in like pixelated, you know, fashion you know when they were gonna take a shower and you're like oh they're naked <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so there are just so many little memories like that, that that come up when i'm thinking about the sims whereas with marvel versus capcom i i feel the same as shane it was just like i'm just not good at those games you know like spider-man looks really fucking cool um jill valentine looks really fucking cool but 
I'm not going to be able to pull off a bunch of those stuff, you know? I mean, maybe if I bottom match my way, I could pull off like a super, but but that's about it, you know? Um, so I, I don't know. I just think that the, the range of MVC2 was just a lot more narrow um, than than with the Sims. So, so yeah, I mean, that's that's where I'm, I'm going, but, but I'm sorry that it's not surprising, Chris. I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> nope. Now, which, which might be surprising is, is who's next, which is Arnie. So... If, for personal attachment, Arnie, like I'm curious to hear what you're going to say because I know uh, that I know you loved MVC two coming into I this. I so which one is which one's bigger it's for tough, you? Tough man, it's it's tough. I mean, I can't tell you how many uh, two story houses I built in The Sims that had like a giant movie theater, but like no kitchen. That I was like, this is gonna be my house when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, this is so cool. Um, it it was just like. Every, every the Sims for me is summer. It was always the summer vacations. Every year from school, I was playing the Sims. I love playing the Sims. Love building shitty ass houses that I couldn't build in real life. And then when it comes to when it comes to MVC too, I was kind of this. I was kind of in the same boat as uh, Shane and Ozzy, where I was like, I kind of suck at these games. But you weren't gonna stop me from playing a game where I could be Gambit, War Machine, and Strider hear you all in one all in one go, like. That's ju- that's just too cool. Like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna not do that. So, I you know when it comes to when it comes to the the personal like attachment of it, I definitely played The Sims more. I definitely have more memories with The Sims, more experience with The Sims. But I value the experience I had with Marvel vs. Capcom more. And to this day, if I see a Marvel vs. Capcom two machine, I gotta get on it. I gotta get on that machine for at least a round or two. Whereas The Sims, I I could probably pass up at this point in my life. If they made a Sims where I could be like a drug-addled teenager who didn't have to do anything uh, to progress, then i play that one. Uh, but it's got to be MVC2 for me on this one. All right, so we have two and two, and it's up to me. I've already said I'm totally not biased in, in this competition whatsoever, and that's a lie. Uh, I'm just – so Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and – just because one, I never really played The Sims. Well, I did, and I didn't like it. It was just I immediately played it, and I was just turned off. I didn't like the open world. And I still don't like open world games to this day. If they just put me in a game and they say do whatever, I'm like, no. And I go play a game that tells me what to do. I'm, <laughs> no, I don't think I will. My my political uh, means towards video games is authoritarian. <laughs> just tell me what to do and don't bother me any other way. Um, but when it comes to Marvel vs. Capcom 2, just like just like Arnie said, you know, whether this goes against any other game really, is how many opportunities did you have to play a good game with essentially characters ripped out right out of your Saturday morning cartoon experience? Like the Magnet all the X-Men were essentially all the characters that were right out of the the Fox morning cartoon show, to the point where their their voice actors even mirrored what you were getting out of that experience. Wolverine sounded the same. Gambit sounded the same. Yeah. It, you were playing with those characters and it was a quality game. Uh, it was a very accessible for a fighting game. And this is something I wanted, I kind of missed out on bringing up in the crazy taxi episode, but you were playing an arcade perfect port at home. It, it wasn't like not and both. Both of them were released in the same year. So it was that quick of a turnaround. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is released in the arcade in 2000. It's in your house in 2000. And it's the exact same way to the point where you could almost do it like Neo Geo. Take a memory card, plug it into the unit 
and have your progress reflected at the arcade. So that's that's incredible. Just being able to have a machine in your house that is, you know, the thing that you left your house to do. You have no reason to leave your house anymore. It's a wonderful time. <laughs> you, you can experience getting your ass kicked in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, obviously I wish it had online like they did in Japan, but apparently we didn't miss out on much because, you know, netcode was still being developed and was still relatively new back in the day, which is one of the reasons I think they took it out. But yeah, that's that's. I don't think many games could rip me away in a personal attachment for this year in 2000 than Marvel vs. Capcom 2. So even if I liked The Sims, I'd be saying the same thing. All right, so midway through the criteria, we have Sims in a sweep for Critical Commercial. And we uh, personal attachment, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, took it 3-2. to two. And now we're going to go on to a game's legacy. So uh, let's start out with Ozzy this time. Um. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I, I think I've said a lot of it before. Um, it, this was the god game of god games. It was like you had Populous, you had SimCity, you had Black and White, and then you had The Sims in which, you know, you could play God and, and be in this weird Twin Peaks kind of suburbia that felt really ominous. And um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's it, it's just an ambience that I don't think many other games captured. So um, I think, you know, really we haven't seen something else like The Sims since um, other than the other Sims. Um, I think that in terms of legacy, it's been diluted a bit by how much EA has milked it. Um, I, I really feel right now like I, I have no interest whatsoever in Sims 3, Sims 4, or any of the other content packs that, <clears throat> you know, that may have um you know come out since then but you know but still the first one was so important um that it, it really bears you know you know a, a hallmark of, of of its legacy um marvel vs capcom i feel like its legacy is extremely strong as well um i i don't feel like this game really has been surpassed so so you know marvel vs capcom 3 came out when marvel was just kind of rising and and the mcu was kind of starting to pick up steam um and and you could already see kind of the change in its style and aesthetic and then infinite comes out and it's just completely mcuized um or whatever it is that you want to call it and and people detested it because of that um i actually kind of dug infinite i i think it's an extremely flawed game i actually play quite a bit of it because it's an easy game to pick up and play with with your friends um but i think both of these games have a very similar you know legacy in terms of its tale in terms of the ones that came after Except that the the ones that came after for Marvel vs. Capcom were not as well received, and even if the ones for The Sims, the sequels for The Sims, were not, you know, the type of games that the hardcore gamers stuck with, it was they were still very well played and 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 sold very well, and and it's testament that they're still selling very well for for EA. So. Um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I think the legacy of of course it has to be The Sims, but I think that in any other contest. You know, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 can can stand proudly and, and can stand tall because it, it has a very, very strong legacy uh, in the fighting game community. Shane? Yeah, I, I mean, I pretty much agree with everything that was just said. And that's the thing, right? It's like, obviously, all of these discussions, like, we feign objectivity, but, right, that's 100% not the case. It's, it's bullshit. We're all subjective about all of this. And if you were talking to a group of 
fighting game fanatics, they would balk at you and say, oh, of course it's MVC2. What are you talking about? Um, and for very good reasons, you know, um, I think as was already pointed out. So in the interest of brevity, uh, I'll just say that um, MVC2 absolutely has a legacy of its own. And if you are in those circles, then you can certainly uh, appreciate it um, far more than, you know, the rest of us plebs, certainly. Um, but at the end of the day, the 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 cross-sectional appeal that The Sims has and continues to have um, really cannot be understated. And, and the fact that, you know, personal gripes with it aside about how you know they they do they do what ea does and milks it to death just with everything else um it, it, it is still indicative of just how strong of a property the sims really is so i, I have to give it to the sims for sure okay two nothing sims arnie again it's it's tough i mean uh, you know, when when you're talking about something like Marvel's Capcom 2 and The Sims, I think you you see that Marvel's Capcom 2 is a legacy definer and The Sims is a legacy creator. Um, Marvel's Capcom 2, nice. un- undoubtedly <laughs> the peak of that of that series. Uh, MVC 3, competent, nowhere near as good, in my opinion. Uh, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. Uh, whereas the Sims, you know, there's definitely elements of the Sims that we had seen before. Uh, I think there was a game called little computer people, which will Wright had, had sort of looked at and taken inspiration from, but nothing had put that together that like that, like the Sims did. So it was really a unique experience. Um, and in that, in that sense, you know, I feel inclined to give it to the Sims because the Sims has not only created sort of its own category, but excelled in that category and has not been is not been replaced in 20 some years marvelous capcom has you know obviously peaked at mvc2 and now we're even looking at digital eclipse maybe re-releasing mvc2 like that's the new hashtag free mvc2 that's going on right now so it's very much in the cultural milieu but uh it wasn't always that way and so oh, no. mm-hmm. go ahead Alex. and I, I will say arnie i i, I think that and this is a purple of nothing, but Capcom versus SNK is the better versus game. I think that one even topped. I mean, Marvel versus Capcom was flashier, but I would say Capcom versus SNK two uh, was probably the more refined, you know, game for actual fighting game enthusiasts. Um, it was much more balanced because there's no balance in Marvel versus Capcom two. It's just like you know, if you have some characters, you will absolutely dominate. That's what I loved about um, it. That's why it's my and favorite. That's, and that's what people <laughs> love about it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it is uh, a, a well-balanced, oh, yeah. excellent fighting game. Um, so just just another point about its legacy, I would say. Yeah. So uh, for me, it's, it's begrudgingly, it's got to be The Sims just because of, you know, it made its own lane, just like Gran Turismo did. You make your own lane, you sort of... <laughs> You sort of get that edge, especially if you if you stay on top of it for as long as you have. Even though, as Ozzy alluded to before, it's uh, it's getting a little rough in Simland <laughs> lately. <laughs> I I actually want to capitalize on something that Ozzy just said there. He's like, "Well, Capcom versus SNK two is technically the better game." Well, for fighting game fans, and he did say that too, specifically for fighting game fans. I think you look at Marvel versus Capcom two; it's much more inviting. 
and it's designed to be that way is relying on a property that is more universally acceptable with with Marvel characters. There's there's Spider-Man, there's Wolverine. They're going to see Ryu fighting against Wolverine and Cyclops. And that's immediately going to draw in people, not just comic book fans, not just Street Fighter fans, but Saturday morning cartoon fans. Like I said, that's part of it wasn't designed to be a Capcom versus SNK, which is a fantastic game. But Capcom versus SNK is a better technical fighter. So is Street Fighter three third strike. They were both released in 2000 as well, and they didn't even sniff this tournament. And there's a reason for that. So that legacy in and of itself with Marvel versus Capcom, too. Yes, it's a very strong legacy. Even today, when you have mainstream actors, I think it was Michael B. Jordan, which we mentioned in the last episode, came out and said, uh, re-release Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, so it's it's present. It's in the forefront of everyone's mind. And uh, like when it comes to The Sims and its legacy, I'll even go back to something that we said with Diablo. I, I have to even look at The Sims as a standalone 2000 game because we're not including everything that came out in 2001 we're not including its expansion packs and its sequel the game itself is pretty basic and i'm not going to say that that you know ruins its legacy obviously its legacy is enormous it has whatever those green things that are over above people's heads that people associate with uh just video game characters and commercials in the mass media how people interpret you know, everyday lives and commercials when it comes to video games and how it relates to electronic media is pretty much derived on the original 2000s release of The Sims. Uh, and with that being said, yes, I would say the legacy and, and genre defining aspects of The Sims takes it in this category. But you you guys are all absolutely right that Marvel vs. Capcom 2 has a legacy and is so significant that I actually think this is a closer conversation than I had even before we got into it. MVC two, MVC two is uh, it's just style over style. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fuck just, yourself. Well, it has substance. It does have substance. It, ha- it does have substance. Yeah. But the yeah. style outweighs it by so much because when I think of MVC two, it's it's a competent fighter. I love playing it. I love fighting it. But the thing that draws me back to it over and over again, it's the music, it's the visuals, it's the characters. Like, I like I can't get enough of that stuff. Absolutely. Now, Jeff, take it home. Yeah, wow. I mean, some excellent points made. I keep uh, keep flitting between which one I would I would give this to. Um, if you're going to give them a standalone games like uh, like you mentioned, Chris, like absolute standalone within the gaming community, I think Marvel vs. Capcom two takes it um, within games. But when you look at the it, you know the the legacy that they leave, that's where I lean a bit more towards The Sims, just because of just the size of 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 what that has turned into uh, the scale. I mean. Just looking at how much it's sold across all of its expansions and all all of the sequels, and it's created. I think it's you know it's been it's been commented on, but I, I guess for me, The Sims has been it's created its own. It's well, it refined the God Sim genre to a point where it feels to me that for a large number of years, no other studio really wanted to dare touch it. It's a case of right. EA have got something here. They'll blow us out of the water when it comes to all the marketing. They'll get all the press. They'll get all the magazine coverage. This will just consume. It's only, it's only you know today where we can look at the 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 landscape of indie games and of especially when you look at uh, like all the kind of the the what I would call the sim games when it comes to being a farmer and uh, Harvest Moon <laughs> and and all of these, which is, you know, those open world, do what you want kind of games, which people have gotten into. Um, it's taken a long time for us to go back to sims, uh, sim type games that aren't, you know, the sims. 
So it absolutely it dominated the marketplace, whereas Marvel versus Capcom two, like we mentioned, and then we're, we're going to touch upon, you know, in the final uh, in the final sections when when we look at these two games, it it very much just sits on its own. But within the genre itself, you can like like you guys you know listed there's there's games from this year alone from the year two thousand which majority of the fighting community would would obviously put on top of this game absolutely like i think if you talk to a hardcore beat-em-up fan marvel vs. capcom 2 sits close to the bottom of their favorite games because it's yeah. it's just mm-hmm. it's just candy floss yeah <laughs> it's there's there's no which is which is wonderful we all love candy floss but for people who 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 love proper sweets Candy floss is just air with sugar. What they want is that hardcore stuff. I don't know, whatever, insert American candy here. Uh, you know, I can list all the British ones. It wouldn't mean anything. But uh, apart from Cadbury's, I guess I'll just say Cadbury's. But, um, you know, I think that's where that's where I'm kind of really flitting between the two. So what I will end up saying is I'm, I'm going to look at the influence that they both had. And I think The Sims edges it. So that's where I would I would land my vote. You know, I, I wasn't expecting like confectionery elitism on this episode, but I'm here for it. <laughs> so, so you're saying, Jeff, that, that the Sims, I mean, no, not the Sims, Marvel vs. Capcom is just like your high fructose corn syrup soda, whereas every other fighting game is like the Mexican Coke, you know, with actual sugar. Um, that's, that's, that's an analogy I could, I could get behind. Oh, great. It's like, uh, let, me, let me offer another one. It's like European Red Bull versus the stuff in Brazil that they sell, like <laughs> Guyana stuff. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I love this. I'm here for it. I think you're putting down Marvel versus Capcom far too much, Ozzy. I see what you're up to. <laughs> <laughs> I have no ulterior motives here, man. I have no ulterior motives here. <laughs> You know what? I mean, let's talk about legacy for a moment in terms of The Sims. The Sims really needs a competitor. The, the Sims needs an indie team that looks back to the first one or even the second one and says, we need to capture that without all the EA bullshit. We need to reclaim the throne that it rightfully deserves. And, and that's what it needs. It needs competition. And when that happens... You know, you will see the Sims in a brand new light. You will reassess the Sims, Chris. So hopefully, you know, I'm proven right in the future. The Sims is the Amazon of God games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 a delivery for EA sponsorship arrangements and contracts. You know, <laughs> hey, Star Wars is big. Let's just put something Star Wars in it. Um, I think they did so do that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. They did. And it's God. fucking appalling. But that's why it needs competition. <laughs> the world the is Sims bleak. has a monopoly. EA has a monopoly. Free <laughs> the Sims, guys. <laughs> you, you have heard of Animal Crossing, right? That's not the Sims. <laughs> it's close enough. I, no, but my Animal Crossing <laughs> man cannot go to the toilet. that's true i'm sorry i'm sorry to hear that we don't see pixelated nude anthropomorphic animals and i don't want to no no Uh, see ozzy i think what you should do is you should play the greatest sim spinoff of all time herbs sims in the city that'll 
Black Eyed Peas, That's baby. Right. <laughs> God. I mean, just for that, just for that, I would knock The Sims down a few notches in Legacy. <laughs> just, just because it did that, I would just be like, you know what? You need to get knocked back down to size. <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas are the abomination of the thousands. I uh, honestly, I'm so glad that Fergie and the Black Eyed Peas are no longer a thing because ah, man. Well, you know, hope you weren't having. They, hope were you weren't planning on having Will I Am on the podcast anytime soon we yeah no i mean no and if and if you did uh i'm no longer involved uh, arnie so you're you're on your own you could just claim my opinions as my own so we have one more criteria before we wrap this up and that criteria is head to head shane you have not kicked off a topic yet so go ahead and give us a unless you kicked off the first one did you kick off no it's too late you're giving it to me now it's it's over yeah fuck it take it it was either you or jeff so jeff can go after you so go ahead what's the head-to-head yeah yeah i better get this opinion piece in here before mother nature comes and takes out my internet it is uh it is it is it's brewing outside let me tell you but um yeah so okay head-to-head do i want to sit down and probably feel bad about myself for 15 to 20 minutes um but it's gonna look really nice the whole time uh or do i want to sit down and make some like token attempt at trying to build a house and a life for something or someone that i will probably inevitably lock inside of a room with no doors um which i feel like is some sort of commentary on me as a person but that's that's a whole other topic it'd be it'd be too Um, many people if that was the case (laughs) we're all sociopaths is really what the sims has (laughs) brought to the surface but um you're greatly overestimating humanity aren't you (laughs) i I feel like oh god i don't know man i i think it's still gonna go to the sims just because like i i there's like zero part of me (laughs) that has interest in playing fighting games, I just, I have to be honest. Like the only thing I'd ever played in my entire life that I truly enjoyed was Mortal Kombat 2. And I think that was about it. Um, outside of that, I just, I, I just don't have it in me to just be defeated constantly. It's part of the reason I don't play MOBAs or, or any of that stuff. So, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw down with some Sims, you know, I'll waste an hour and, and goof around why not okay jeff oh <laughs> i'm going to put on my hat of of technical quality of these games right um i don't program games i've never attempted to program a game but what i can believe anyway i i can see is what mr wright did with the sims is a technical marvel um, not only have you got fantastic home building software, which you know back in the back in the year two thousand, um, when you know obviously I, I think ar- ar- architecture and designing and and uh, the people in that industry would have been using computers and software a hell of a lot building three D models, but suddenly you got it you know you're taking it away from the accountant's uh, PC and you're putting it in get in in, in people's homes uh, as well as being able to create well create i wouldn't call them living creatures but at least these and these 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 characters that are able to that you're able to influence but also you can see them act out based on the characteristics that, that you give them 
and that you gave them. And I can't help but just be incredibly impressed with just the, 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 the coding and the development and the ability that the program has got to make that happen. In comparison, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and its, its cotton candy fighting uh, 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 capabilities anyway, um, is, and this is where I really don't want to be harsh, but it's, it's another fighter. It's a beat-em-up. It didn't refine anything. It didn't... Okay, you did the 3v3. It, it made it more chaotic. You just got... It was able to handle six characters at a time when we'd really only... I'd only been used to playing with one character and maybe like an assist character. Not 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 in one moment, six characters on screen all doing something. Um, you know, that, that was technically impressive, I suppose. But it didn't, to me, feel like... It felt more like... Let's just put. Let's just continue putting these two great houses of of IPs together, and let's just see what we can get out of it using an engine that we've kind of already got ready to go, uh, just with some tweaks. Um, so that that to me is is where I put those two games. And obviously, like I wasn't in the '90s playing every single beat 'em up. I wasn't playing every single sim game. I didn't play Populous uh, when it when it came out and Civilization. I, I wasn't playing these game clubs. We didn't have we did have a home a, a family computer, but we didn't have one that was capable of playing video games or, or PC games. Uh, so I don't have a lot to kind of fall back on to say. Well, I personally played the games and saw the evolution. Um, but I do feel that uh, the the Sims it turned into something that I don't like, which is all those which is what EA which is that basically yeah Ozzy mentioned it is what EA do to any franchise. But when I look at what the game does out of the box versus what Marvel vs Capcom Two does, I have to say that that I'm gonna have to give this top this this part of the accolades over to over to the Sims just because of what they achieved from relatively nothing we'd played before like that. All right, Ozzy. Um, look, I mean, uh, when I was researching this episode, um, which honestly I didn't do a ton of research, uh, full disclosure, <laughs> because I, you know, I, I'm familiar with both games, um, and you know, I'm at the late stages, so it's not like I have to give you something interesting to say. Um, so you guys have already said everything else before. Um, but look, I mean, I, I remember uh, I have Marvel vs. Capcom two on the Dreamcast. And let's talk about the Dreamcast for a moment. Um, if you if you if you don't have a fight stick, the Dreamcast is absolutely brutal oh, to fucking God. play fighting games. You know, you will end up with blisters on your fingers, like Ringo said. Um, so it, it's it's it was absolutely. I played it for about twenty minutes. I got you know a few supers in, then I was like, okay, I'm I'm done. Whereas with The Sims, when I was researching this episode, I was like, man, I really want to play it. Like I I want to go back to that moment, you know, see the little suburb, you know, that you start out with, you know, find a lot and start building my house. Probably recreating the house that I have now. Maybe I don't know. Like you know, see if you know having an addition to the house makes sense or something. You know, just seeing it live, you know, for a change. Um, the problem is. It's really fucking hard to play The Sims nowadays on a modern PC because EA being EA, you can't get the original Sims. And so you have to hunt down one of the original, you know, titles, the physical copies. Maybe you'll find one in Goodwill. Maybe you'll find one in the Salvation Army. But then you have to find, you know, a CD drive to actually play it because most modern computers don't have CD drives. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit harder to play The Sims nowadays, but still... I'm so eager to see it and see how well it has aged. I'll probably put it on, 
you know, get to make the house, design the interior. And then when it actually starts, I'm like, okay, this is really slow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, like maybe there's not a ton of stuff to do, you know, like I imagined back in the day. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a game that's probably dated. The Sims 2 is probably the better game. Um, I didn't play a ton of The Sims 2. That game has a legacy of its own. I think that one could stand toe to toe with, um, a lot of other games. Um, and, and probably one of Maxis's last great games, you know, because Spore was kind of a failure, even though it was a triumphant failure. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it, both of these games, I would want to play The Sims more, but I totally acknowledge that it probably hasn't aged well in terms of, you know, what happens after you actually build your home, etc. cetera. Uh, but still, I got to give the edge to The Sims. Okay, I'll go, I'll go next and leave Arnie to wrap this one up. I'm going to go with Marvel vs. Capcom 2 to no one's surprise, especially if you've heard me on the previous episodes. I can't stand playing The Sims. It drives me up a wall. It just drives me crazy. I start playing it, and I, I feel like I'm claustrophobic, and I, I start scratching myself like I have hives or something. I don't know. Um, that's not to say that it, it's not without merit, as all of you have demonstrated playing. I, I'm sure that there's a lot of fun to it. But... Um, yeah, I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom is, is still fun. And yeah, if you're going to play with the Dreamcast controller, and I have, I, I used to drive my thumbs into blisters playing this game back in the day. Um, I mean, it is on other consoles. You can still get it on uh, the PlayStation 2, which is probably the best way to play it with the physical version, or you can play it on the... Well, if you're lucky and you already have it downloaded, you can play it on the PS3 or Xbox 360. Much like The Sims, it's a, it's a game that's very hard to grab a hold of even as a physical copy, because if you want to get a physical copy, you're going to be spending more than $100 to play it, and then you have to have the original hardware in order to do so. Um, and then if you want to get it on 360 or PS3, you can't even do that because they took it off the servers years ago, and you can't get to it. So it's, again, it's another game that's really difficult to play, um, but I have that method on my PS3, and just getting into it and playing it again, it's a lot of fun. And you talk about a lot like floss candy and how just random and fun and and crazy it is. Remember, Power Stone was released this year, too. And Power Stone fits much more into that real floss candy kind of area, which is much more accessible and casual. But again, Marvel vs. Capcom edges it out because it has more substance than just simple floss candy. I mean, it even edges out Tekken Tag Tournament, which came out this year, too, which is another substantial fighter that followed the versus element. So when you really think about it, oh, this is just another fighter. It came out in a year of banging fighters and it's still on the top of the mountain. So, yeah, I mean, like uh, like uh, um, Arnie said earlier, it's genre defining for a year that like the genre was just firing on all cylinders. So yeah, and I this is still the one game from that year I'd rather go back and play head to head. But Sims takes this category. And as it thunders outside, we will go over to Arnie and get his head to head on this as it booms once more in my oh, background. Man, put that fucking sharp boxy bottom cord having controller in my hand right now. Uh, <laughs> play me those flashing super graphics until I have a seizure and die. Uh, it's it's got to be MVC two. Like Ozzy said, I mean, The Sims is great. Really hard to to find and play nowadays. I think there is a movement of people, much like World of Warcraft, who are trying to like go back to the original Sims. Uh, so maybe we'll see a Sims classic at some point. Who knows? You think you want it, but you don't. <laughs> I was and I and I and I will say, Ozzy, I, I did play The Sims 2. I think The Sims 2 does improve on a lot of, of aspects from the first. It obviously adds a lot more customizability and things like that. 
Um, both good games. Both games I spent a lot of time on, but it's just right now today, give me Marvel vs. Capcom 2 all day, every day. It's I will never get tired of it. Solo, head-to-head, I could I could play it for hours. It's so good. All right. So when we get back, we'll go over to Criteria, but we're going to take a quick, quick break because we've been talking for a while. And when we get back, like I just said, we're going to go over the criteria, who won all the criteria, and then we're going to decide what game is going to move on to the finals. See you in a few. Welcome back, everybody. So this is where we're going to wrap this up. We're going to send one of these games to the finals. Let's go over this criteria really quick. So critical and commercial reception. We had The Sims taking it in a sweep. Personal attachment. We had Marvel vs. Capcom taking it 3-2. Legacy. We had The Sims taking it in a sweep. And then for playing it head-to-head today, we had The Sims taking it 3-2. So making The Sims win out. Over the criteria, three to one total with with two sweeps. So it's really looking pretty for the Sims. I should also state both of these games pretty much steamrolled over everything on their way here. But the only game receiving any vote against it was the Sims when it was up against Majora's Mask because I spectacularly failed in trying to uh, say that the, the game I'd rather play should advance. But Shane valiantly defeated the Sims on its way to making sure that Diablo fell as well. So thank you, Shane, for for doing that for everybody. Yep. Yeah, you did you're, a great job. You're so welcome. <laughs> so as you've been listening to this, all of all of those criteria, how they match head to head, the Sims won it. Guess what? Doesn't matter. It could all fall apart for the Sims right now. Everything could go away as as if everyone just decides, you know, Marvel's Capcom 2 here is the better game. To kick this off. Jeff, how about you let us know which game should be advancing to the finals, in your opinion? Fuck EA, right? Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Word. Yes. It pains me. pains me to have to decide. Over with it. And it's not it's not the team's fault who, who made the game. That You know, everyone needs to get paid for their talent at the end of the day. Just EA. EA. Um, I think that's where you can obviously hear where my pain is because I really want to, I really want to be fair, and I just can't help but but have my personal, my personal affiliation kind of come through. I think on this one, I absolutely respect what The Sims did in terms of, like I said in the last one, in terms of how how it was able to you know, basically take this genre that that everybody was tweaking and playing around with. And some people made some amazing advances, especially in that early 90s period. Um, and they really turned it into something incredible that, that just broke boundaries and got people, you know, it, it, it did the same thing that Pokemon did. Uh, in, in When I think about my aunt playing Pokemon, you know, things like that. And you got my friend's dad and people, all random people playing The Sims, you know, although they had maybe cannon fodder and magic carpet and something else sat next to their PC, they also had a copy of The Sims because that's what the parents were playing. 
and maybe the kids, but I don't think anyone was was being too forthright in my social circles about enjoying playing The Sims. I'm I'm going to have to give my vote to Marvel vs. Capcom 2, um, mostly because I enjoy fighters more uh beat-em-ups i'm not good at them absolutely not i mean if if you want me to if you want me to to get all the way through and defeat a final boss i need to put it down to like two or three stars um i'm not one of those eight star guys you know and put me on an arcade cabinet after round two like everyone else i just get my ass handed to me um i can't pull off you know the the perfect uh dragon punch even with ryu as much as i've been playing street fighter for 25 years I st- it's still a little bit of a bit of a potluck if it if I pull it off, um, but saying saying that Marvel vs Capcom is Marvel vs Capcom two sorry is a hell of a lot of fun, and that's why I play video games. I play video games to have fun, and it doesn't matter if I don't defeat Apocalypse at the end or I don't get to M Bison or whoever the final boss is. I've completely forgotten who's a boss in Marvel vs Capcom two, um, but it it doesn't matter, does it? I think I always say it's like a weird like. Uh, night that turns into like green goo, isn't it? And then it turns into all sorts of things. There we go. I remember now. But it's it's a hell of a lot of fun. And as I said, that's why I play video games. I don't play video games to control characters' lives and sit, put them in a pool and take away the ladder. Like that, I'm not sadistic. I guess yeah, that's all I could. But then again, I do enjoy pummeling people. So you know, I'm a bit of a. I'm a, bit of a <laughs> I kind of counter counteract my my own points. So Marvel vs. Capcom two gets my gets my vote for sheer sheer fun. All right, so that's one vote for Marvel vs. Capcom two. I have a feeling it's not going to be a sweep because the next person I'm going to give it over to is Ozzy. So Ozzy, why don't you tell us what you think should advance to the next round? Um, now that Jeff has disappointed me uh, deeply. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, by choosing the candy floss uh, <laughs> selection, um, I love sugar. No, I mean, look, I, I, I think that really this is a game. That, I mean, and The Sims is is a game that I don't think there's much more we can say about it. It was monumental, and if it was just based on what it did, I think that um, it, you know th- this would be the number one without question. Um, you know, I just struggle because if it was another game that was in here, um, other than Marvel vs. Capcom 2, I think that I would be a lot more conflicted, but I just don't really care for Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I find it to be flashy for flashiness's sake. And, uh, you know, this even, you know, is on top of the fact that I don't like fighting games as a whole, you know, so... I'm not going to be very, sub, you know, objective here. I'm, I'm not going to faint that I'm not, you know, biased here. It's just I don't really care for MVC2. And, and yeah, I want, you know, MVC2 to come back. I want it to be remastered. I want people to enjoy it because they have a lot of nostalgia for it. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I find it to be a, a flashy game that is aesthetically inconsistent as all hell. You know, you have the 2D sprites with the 3D backgrounds that, I'm sorry, look like shit nowadays. Um, You have the music that, even though it's memorable, doesn't mean that it's good. Um, Oh, wow. (laughs) You know, so... I, I don't care for Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I honestly think that this game shouldn't have even been on the King of Games. Awesome. Oh so there God. you go. Um, so, so yeah. Fired. The Sims, man. You know, there's a reason why it took all the, you know, like it took three out of one. Um, so it's it's my game to, to, to win this one. 
maybe would have faced more competition if if there was like a Metal Gear Solid. I, I honestly, I think Final Fantasy IX would have taken over, you know, The Sims, but um, but it it didn't. It, it went up against Marvel vs. Capcom Two, which I think honestly is a lightweight compared to you know the other games that came out in Dawson. So there you go. <laughs> I went full heel, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you just went ahead and fooled the smirch. I don't know if I want to go next or not. <laughs> uh, just because you did that. But I'm... Ooh. You know what? I am going to go next. Because you have, you have, that, you have said some very blasphemous terms here. <laughs> uh, so, okay. You don't like Marvel vs. Capcom 2. So you don't think it should be here. Got it. I don't like The Sims. I don't think The Sims should be here. Look... We had we had one person in this competition <coughs> that went from saying that even though Pokemon was a cultural phenomenon, did a lot of great things, it should lose out to a game because you can do a 360 no scope shot across the map for Counter Strike. Okay. And then Go went out to yourself, say that, that Majora's Mask should lose all. the Sims because it's culturally relevant. So guess what? I don't like playing The Sims. I just don't have fun with it. It's just, it's there and you can just play it and you can do what you want. I understand that has a great appeal to a lot of people, especially non-gamers. But then I look at Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and people still want to play that game it was, as it was originally released in 2000 today. You cannot go to an arcade without seeing Marvel vs. Capcom 2 in there and think it's a legitimate arcade. If it's in there, you're like, wow, I'm in a real arcade. But you don't see people saying, I need to play the original version of The Sims. Arnie said it. Maybe there is that movement for it. I haven't seen it. But when you think of The Sims, people are thinking the expansion packs. Things are, people are thinking everything that came after it. And I'm not saying the original Sims is a bad game. I'm not. I made that same argument when it was against Diablo 2. And I said that's why The Sims should advance beyond Diablo 2. Because Diablo 2 was much better later. People liked The Sims for what it was. But the Marvelous Capcom 2 is still accessible today to people who can play it in an arcade. They still play it. They still enjoy it. Whereas The Sims, most people who played it in 2000 have left it behind. It was great for its time. They really enjoyed it. They left it in the brief period of that time that they played it and they moved on just like any other game that appeals to a mass casual market. People don't play Wii Sports anymore. It's a fantastic game. The hell they don't. Not as many people. (laughs) Please. People don't. People will move on from Animal Crossing after its peak. Fantastic game. People still want to play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 today in the fighting community. And that's even the people who have it maybe in the mid-tier of its technical prowess. And it's fun. It appeals to my nostalgia. It brings in all those X-Men characters from the Saturday morning cartoon. And it executes it almost flawlessly. It's ridiculous. Gonzo amounts of fun. Arcade. Perfect port. In the home. My vote goes to Marvel vs. Capcom 2. So, there's my rant. Shane? <laughs> I, I don't That's even, the fire I like. I know, right? Love it. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how to follow that up. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I am. I am not that passionate about either of these games. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, all right. So, <clears throat> I mean, despite the fact that Chris was egregiously incorrect about my assessment of Counter Strike and why it moved on, we'll we'll leave that alone. Um, listen, I can respect the the legacy and the continuing appeal of of Marvel versus Capcom 2 uh, 100%. And if I was someone who was much more into the fighting game scene, um I would my opinion obviously would be very very different, but um much like Ozzy who d- does not play fighting games is t- t- objectively terrible at fighting games um and has no interest in playing them. 
I mean, it's really hard for me to, you know, want to have MVC2 move on and, and give it my vote. Now, of course, on some level, we're trying to have this feign objectivity, you know, and so I have to look at both of them, you know, s at least somewhat objectively. Um, and then <clears throat> I look at The Sims and granted, you know, what we've kind of for the most part been doing for, for the majority of this bracket tournament has been, it seems like we've sort of fallen into this thing of really making sure that we're looking at the game on its own and how it stands on its own and not necessarily any of the sequels or spinoffs or, or what have you that might contribute to an overall legacy for the series as a whole. Um, but even just looking at The Sims by itself, if we're talking about games that were in the year 2000 and the impact that they had, and I'm trying to stay consistent in the way that I'm assessing these things as we go through, um, which is part of the reason that I said earlier I shot myself in the foot with Diablo, because as much as I love Diablo and, and the series and D2 especially, you know, Lord of Destruction's what made that game. And that's just it's a fact. It's a fact. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Base Diablo 2 is just not the same. Um, but looking at just The Sims without the unnecessary amount of expansions that ended up coming out afterwards and all of the sequels, um, it does stand on its own. I, I truly believe that it does. I, do I like The Sims? Not really, um, if I'm being honest. But... It absolutely does stand on its own. I mean, you didn't need any of the expansions. Did they improve upon it? Sure. Did they make some missteps? Also sure. But that was the thing that people got hooked on. It was the thing that everybody was talking about. Um, and so I think all, all of the things combine, um, the, the mass appeal of The Sims, the fact that that title did stand completely on its own, and if it was more easily accessible today, I guarantee there are people that would still be playing it right now. And I'm sure there are. There, there are ways to, you know, you can sail the high seas and figure out how to get these things to work. So um, I'm sure that there is a burgeoning community of people who are still playing OG Sims to this day because they're purists of some kind. Um, I I have to give the vote to to the Sims. I got to stick to my my assessment criteria here that I've been I've been trying to adhere to this whole time. So it's it's the Sims for me. But you know, MVC two. You know, I don't want I don't want it to to go out with with a whimper. I think making it this far is impressive, and I think it is indicative of just how important a game it well was and is. Arnie, I didn't want you to go. I didn't want to make you go last because now it's well, a two-two tie go, and it's right? all on you. So I'm sorry you're here, but you have the deciding vote. Arnie, who's advancing to the finals? I mean, it's it's a tough, it's a legitimately tough decision. Probably the toughest decision I've had to make in any tournament because unlike other matchups where I've had the deciding vote, where I maybe only have attachment to one game or an experience with one game. I have very, very visceral experiences with both of these games. Uh, I have a lot of fond memories with both of these games for very different reasons. The Sims is is my was my outlet game. It was the game I'd go home and I'd play by myself for hours, you know, while watching, I don't know, Flavor of Love or some bullshit on TV in the background. 
the Marvelous Capcom 2, I just remember going to my movie theater arcade, playing it, loving it, playing it with friends. I remember renting it. Um, never owned a physical copy of it. Still don't. It makes me very sad. I really hope they they re-release it. Um, you know, when it comes to to this stuff, Shane Shane makes a good point that I I try to center myself on the the year that we're talking about in the year of our Lord twenty hundred two thousand. Um, you know what was what is the game that I think not only had the bigger impact, but that I personally you know would love to 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 play and what I, what was i playing the most what were my thoughts back then on these games and that that makes it a little harder obviously as far as from an impact perspective i think the sims has the the wider reaching impact now that's obviously with the benefit of me 20 years on being able to look at the year 2000 and and seeing that um from arnie's perspective uh as a gamer as a as a you know podcaster as a person, Marvel's Capcom definitely had a, a much stronger impact on me and and types of media that I like, the types of games that I like. Uh, you know, I like I like the flashiness, I like the candy floss, I like the Mars bars. I want to get all the cavities. You know, I'm not I don't want to eat my veggies, man. Like this is this is what it is. Um, but if I in my heart of hearts, if I had to pick one, uh, it's I just I can't not say Marvelous Capcom 2. You know, it's 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 too hard for me to look back at the year 2000, what was happening then, what I was doing and not say that I think Marvelous Capcom 2 deserves to to make it all the way to the finals of this tournament. I think that it, you know, has that legacy. It's still yet to be surpassed in my mind and I think it it's a shining example of the year 2000 of what the year 2000 in games was like. It was loud. It was in your face. It was very bright and colorful. And I don't. I don't think there's a better representative, except maybe the other game that made it to the finals, um, of what the year 2000 actually is. The Dreamcast lives. Wow. <laughs> I did not expect that. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, that's that's already for you. I was very close. <laughs> I was very close to saying The Sims. Ozzy almost got me. Wow. <laughs> I think I think we got tears here. I think we got this. <laughs> At least now you're going to have a less exciting final. <laughs> oh, snap. There, there's always the bronze match, and I think uh, The Sims is going to perform very strongly. Yeah, Arnie, I just want to thank you for suspicion. finally rectifying my mistake and knocking The Sims out of this competition. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> All right, so that brings this to a close. Marvel versus Capcom 2 advances 3 to 2 and I this has probably been the most contentious episode at least that I've been a part of. That's so just because far. I was on it. <laughs> yes, it was. That's the reality. <laughs> I bring the heat. The Latino heat. It's like you're good at It's like you're good at arguing points or something like you do it for a living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, before we go Arnie, how about you pitch the region free gamers and let everyone know what that's all about and where we can find yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, if you like this kind of stuff, if you like hearing about video games, video game history, all that stuff, check out the region free gamers podcast, man. We're doing what you guys are doing, except probably worse and less drunk. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, fewer dick dragons. I will give exactly. you that. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> and and that, that already makes RHP uh, a better 
show. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and fortunately, Paul had the good sense to steal the Linktree idea from you guys. So now I don't have to read every single uh, link that we have. Just go Dude, to Linktree. Dude, it's so nice, isn't it? Yeah, Linktree slash Region Free Gamers and find all of you our shows. remember shows. those days, Harney. Oh, oh, we would always fuck up at least one of that's them. That's <laughs> right. You can find our Instagram, Twitter, Discord, our Patreon, our OnlyFans, our uh, GoDaddy account, Hot. our freaking... Uh, what else can I sign up for? eBay, uh, our Amazon <laughs> wish list. <laughs> Find it all there, please. Follow us. Love us. Thank you so much. Hey, did you give the Linktree account? You can find us at linktr.ee slash regionfreegamers. Awesome. Thank you so much, Arnie. I just want to thank Jeff and Ozzy for being here. Uh, thank you, Ozzy, for coming out of retirement briefly for this. Uh, really, you know, enjoyed listening to all those all those episodes on the Region Free Gamers. And I'm not going to say that we're a better show than than Region Free Gamers. You should definitely check them out because hey, the reason we're doing this is because I found this their show so fantastic, and Ozzy was a big big part of that show when I first started listening to it. So thank you very much, Ozzy, for, I'm for only coming a, on I'm today. only a paid consultant nowadays. So um, <laughs> my opinions are not my own. Um, I'm just not going to disclose whose opinions they are. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> All right. So Shane, how about you take us out? Sure. Yeah. And uh, as for us, if you are here, then you've already found us. So uh, hi, hello, welcome. We're glad that you're here. And uh, much like the region free gamers, we've uh, taken the lazy route uh, and made our own little link tree so that, you know, we don't need to bore you with all of our links either. So if you would like to engage with the show uh, a little bit more in a couple different ways, we've got things like our public discord, which is always a good time. Uh, We do have our Patreon as well as the merch store and all the socials and our uh, YouTube and Twitch channels and all that stuff can be found at linktree slash retro hangover. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash retro hangover. And uh, Chris, I don't know. Do you want to take a quick moment to plug the streams or or do you just want to say fuck it? Uh, I'll do both. Fuck it. Come see our streams on on Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, which is twitch.tv slash retro hangover, which you can probably find in the link tree. And we'll, we'll play a game. We think. Wow. It'll be there. You can Wait, yeah, sell it. I know it's exciting. We tried to link it with games, but it doesn't always work. So just show up there 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday at twitch.tv slash retro hangover. All right. Well, I suppose with all of that being said, until next time, play with your candy floss flavored joysticks. with a quick message. You know, the one rule Chris and I have always gone by regarding advertisements is this. It has to be something we use and can personally vouch for. If you know me, you know I love coffee. And Bones Coffee Company has been my go-to for home brewing for quite some time now. Their small batch beans come in an impressive variety of flavors like Mint Invaders from Chocolate Space or Electric Unicorn, which I swear tastes exactly like Fruity Pebbles. And the best part? 
No added sugar or calories involved, just natural flavors infused right into the beans themselves. Build your own sample pack of five four-ounce bags to find out which flavors speak to you, or jump in headfirst with full 12-ounce bags. They've even got K-Cups. Step up your homebrew game with Bones Coffee by visiting bit.ly slash RHP Bones. That's bit.ly slash R-H-P-B-O-N-E-S.